0: What's going on everybody? It's time for the Binge Boys podcast. I'm your host Logan and I'm joined this week by Matthew. Hello, Matt.
1: Hey, what's, hey, going, what's going on, Logan? Logan?
0: You know, just just killing it as always. You know you it. Know it. <laughs> um what you uh what you been up to, man? What's uh what's new in in the Matt world of things?
1: Oh no, not, not much, much man. man. Just, some, just uh, some some personal, personal moves, moves being made, being made uh, you, know, to, you know, to be discussed, to be discussed later. later. But uh, well, yeah, uh, had, a yeah good, had a good good Easter, Easter Sunday, Sunday. Uh, and let uh, me and be the first, be the to, first congratulate to congratulate you, Logan, you, Logan on, entering on entering the quarter, quarter century, century club. club.
0: <laughs> <laughs> thank you for being the first to congratulate me, Matt. Let, let me be the first to thank you for welcoming me to the the quarter century club. Yeah, dude. um... Yeah, had a had a birthday over the weekend. Um, big shouts to uh, Catherine for pulling together a pretty awesome birthday weekend for me. She, she knocked it out of the park. I did a little Top Golf action on Saturday afternoon.
1: Oh hell yeah! Um, hell yeah!
0: Are you? Uh, do they have Top Golf where where you're at, Matt? Okay. Oh yeah, they, so they've, so they've got, got, got a, uh, Yeah, no, they've, yeah, got no, got a no they've got a few. Okay, okay. Um, and I did okay there, you know, golf is one of those things that you, you either have a really good day or you want to throw the club. <laughs> um, and I was pretty decent, but then, uh, she, 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 so I went to Top Golf with a handful of my closest, uh, friends, but then afterwards we hit up, um, a brewery, a local brewery down here. And it was a surprise. I didn't. I didn't know that was gonna happen. And and there was my parents and and a bunch of like other couples and and friends that we have down here. And we just we got we, we just started mobbing, dude. <laughs> <laughs> thought it might come, back, might to come that. back to that. Oh yeah, I I th- I just thought of the mobbing thing. So with
1: da boys. With da boys.
0: Yeah, we we mobbed with the boys, and uh, it was a good time, man. We had a really good time, and uh, super big shouts to Catherine for putting it together, and and all the other people that helped. And we're there like that. That was awesome. And then Very yeah, nice. Very nice. just said, had a nice little chill Easter Sunday. Me and Catherine and Turner went over to my parents and we hung out. We ate, and we just sat there and talked for the afternoon. The weather was really nice here. Don't know about mm-hmm. you. It was like mm-hmm. really, really, really nice. really nice. Yeah, it was so nice. And uh, yeah, just we just mobbed, man. Christ <laughs> is risen, right? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. What was the,
1: yeah, uh, the what the, was, uh, the was the MVP of your of your, your, your Easter meal? meal
0: uh the mvp uh th- so now i know why we're, we're gonna be transparent because that's what we are here on the binge boys sure sure uh, i know why the uh binge boys music didn't come through at the uh at the beginning there is because my uh audio device wasn't selected so that it is selected do i sound any different you sound much better and i'm not <laughs> acting on
1: my end anymore
0: amazing so there you go that is why the binge boys music wasn't playing maybe i'll play it for them uh, for for shits and gigs at the uh, at the beginning after after we're done here I'll edit it in but anyway um what were we talking about <laughs>
1: we were talking about the uh, MVP of your your Easter meal
0: um it's it's the same for me for Thanksgiving Christmas Easter uh it's the mashed potatoes man I I okay. love I'm a huge mashed tater guy sure um, and uh, it just it just hit also maybe this doesn't fit into the Easter meal, uh, qualifications, but since it was my birthday, there was a great American cookie cake present. Uh, and, okay. and we just, we just mobbed on that for a minute. And, <laughs> and it was, it was just great. How, how many times can I say mob in, in one episode?
1: I think you're, that's number five or six at least. So <laughs> we'll keep the count going. Yeah.
0: So we, uh, yeah we 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 just chilled man it was it was nice it was a nice weekend what about you you i assume the same for you you guys just hung out with family and and whatnot yeah just family
1: so my uh my girlfriend's birthday is a little later on in the month but since we were up in up in chicago with uh my family we did a little birthday celeb for her so shouts to (laughs) shouts to rachel getting getting older um yeah played some some board games only the real no mysterium is like clue but better it's real spooky hmm. um just like some other games uh and then yeah easter went to the the church thing it was it was outside which was you know very fitting you know spring uh spring, spring rising the sun is rising both s u n and s o n um yeah and then, uh <laughs> And then yeah, had a uh, had a good old brunch. Uh, the MVP, I I just had some leftovers for it, so maybe it's recency bias. But uh, my mom got some grits off. Oh, okay, yeah, just like just out of nowhere, my mom said, "Yeah, I'm gonna make cheesy bacon grits." I'm like, I'm no complaints. Did she
0: did she get a grit off? Like is oh yeah, did- <laughs> dude, no,
1: yeah, it happened.
0: Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah. Hope everybody had a nice Easter. This is coming to you on Tuesday, but hopefully your Easter was, was swell. Yep. Let um, me be the first to say happy Easter, <laughs> Matt. Let me be the second to say happy Easter. <laughs> so yeah, hopefully everybody had a nice Easter. So, um, pro- some programming notes before we really dive in, <clears throat> if this is your first time listening to the binge boys, welcome. And if, uh, it's not, if you're a regular person, welcome back. Uh, there's a few things that I ask of you when you listen in and you tune in to the to the show. Uh, one of which is to go to itunescom podcast and rate and review the show. It helps us out a lot. It gives us feedback. We want it. And when we get to 50 ratings, um, Tanner, I will take a video of Tanner doing something really embarrassing. I'm not sure what it is yet, but we'll make sure Tanner does something to make sure you guys have to, to make sure that we have earned those 50 ratings. We're somewhere in the mid to late 30 ratings right now. So, How about uh, we go on
1: TikTok and find the most viral dance craze of that week and then let the listeners pick on Twitter?
0: I don't hate that at all. <laughs> so we're going to make Tanner do some TikTok dances uh, for, uh, for, for, for the 50 ratings. And he's not here to defend himself. Tanner's currently on vacay uh, with his family in spring break. It's spring break here in Georgia. Um, so they went to Orange Beach, Alabama to, to soak up the sun. Cheryl Sher- Crow action there. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, and that other thing is just go follow us on Instagram, Binge Boys Podcast. We got Emily, shouts to Emily making up some sick graphics for our reviews and our news and all of that stuff. So make sure you go check it out. That's, that's all you need to do. Binge Boys Podcast on Instagram and then rate and review on iTunes. That's all we ask. And of course, just follow along get engaged me and Matt are pretty active on Twitter follow us on Twitter if you'd like yeah. uh and and you'll get to see what what we argue about Matt a big thing that I argued about with a lot of people last weekend was which fry gets canceled okay. I don't I don't know if you chimed in but out of crinkle cut waffle skinny or um curly, curly. yes which fry is is getting tossed out of that group for you I think for me it's skinny.
1: Really, At lowest lowest floor out of all of them. A lot of people will say that belongs to crinkle, but I think the average crinkle cut fry is better than the average skinny fry.
0: Okay, okay, that's 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 fair. The, the I think the biggest criticism that crinkle cut fries get is that if they're not seasoned or salted or or whatever correctly, then it's just a fat chunk of potato. And yeah. And, yeah. And whereas if you get, you know, the skinny fries, that's a, uh, you know, that's at least a a little bit less potato. So it's not like you're just eating potatoes, but I, I think I'm canceling, unfortunately either, I think I'm canceling curly fries, really, which the way I think about this is that you can't, unless you can, can you name more than three places that serve amazing curly fries? Uh definitely Arby's. Arby's has them. Yeah. Hooters also. Not okay. to make it weird, but Hooters has <laughs> has great curly fries. They do. But and also after, after those two places, I can't think of anything.
1: You know, I can't, but I feel like you stumble upon like random places that have like the same curly fry. Like my college cafeteria, like they had them on like on Fridays, like different just like random concession stands have like they're probably the exact same fries like preseason just like thrown in there and i feel like those are those are like one of the the least cancelable because like there you know where you can get them
0: that's true that's that's fair there's there are arguments surrounding all all of these uh the fries but yeah so if you if you're interested in stupid silly debates like that go follow us on twitter um, but otherwise, Matt, I've got just two headlines today. I tried to trim it down a little bit to stuff that wasn't red hot important, sure. um, but just a couple things that are worth noting. Number one, the dude that is playing John Walker, his name is Wyatt Russell on the Falcon of the Winter Soldier Oof. is receiving, uh, quite a few death threats on the internet for playing, uh, the new Captain America. Um, fans are not happy with Wyatt Russell taking over the U S agent, the U S agent character. Um, and, uh, both, uh, f- uh, on Twitter and Instagram, his fan page has see- received several death threats. Um, uh, just, just because that just because of this, this guy, uh, <laughs> because i think i think a lot of people like to forget that this guy is just playing a role that he read a (laughs) script for like this guy's not actually a (laughs) douchebag right yeah like i've never i
1: as far as i know i've never seen a movie with this guy in it and if i have like that's even more reason why he's he's fine he's just a dude
0: (laughs) so so yeah i thought that was interesting and and worth bringing up to to kind of bring up the whole idea of like Stop bullying actors and actresses. They're just doing a job. If you yeah. if you really, truly hate something that someone's playing, write a f- angry letter to the writers for writing the character to be such a shitty person.
1: It's like the then also that. Then also say thank you to the writers because then they wrote a great character if it elicited yeah. that much emotion from you. I think
0: uh, other great examples of this are Kelly Marie Tran in the Star Wars Episode Eight. She got bullied off of Instagram because people hated her role. Um, I... I I, I was I stand Rose do you I do man I do not but it's it has nothing to do with the actress or, or anything like I just thought that her role was kind of shoehorned in there but um but I mean like I, I would never bully her on the internet like that's yeah. that's horrible and then the other example really really this guy really received him was the guy who played King Joffrey on Game of Thrones. Him, and then
1: I was also gonna say uh the youngest version of Anakin from Phantom Menace. Oh yeah, that little that was like kid, the last dude. thing he's ever done.
0: Because <laughs> the Star Wars fans buried him into the ground. Yeah. that's sad. But the 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 moral of the story is: don't bully actors for playing a role. It's again, it's it's just a role. Yep. <laughs> um. But anyway, next little piece. Uh, in an article from Deadline, Netflix is paying over 450 million dollars to acquire the IP for *Knives Out*, the *Who Done It* movie that came out a few years ago, directed by Ryan Johnson, ironically the guy who also directed *Star Wars* Episode Eight, which featured Rose. But *Knives <laughs> Out* was a pretty superb movie. Did you did you see that one, Matt? Big fan. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Huge fan of, of Knives Out over here on the Binge Boys, <laughs> um, and Netflix acquired that IP for over 450 million for Knives Out two and three. Daniel Craig and r- director Ryan Johnson are reprising uh, their roles in the in the movie. So it looks like, uh, yeah, th- these sequels are happening. I think that we always knew that a sequel was going to happen. Oh my goodness! God, Shout out to Jeff from. New Realm for texting me. Um, <laughs> uh, also, really good on The Exchange. Uh, check it out. Um, yep. But y- yeah, I mean, uh, the- these movies, th- this movie was a lot of fun. I think it was a breath of fresh air. Um, Definitely. You only get a really good whodunit movie every so often. So when one comes out that's really good, it kind of. It-, it was one of my favorite movies of that year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was really good. So. All right, I'm excited to see what Netflix does with this uh, this series. Hopefully, well, I assume they're not gonna put it in the ground considering Ryan Johnson and uh, Daniel Craig are coming back for it. I think they said that each one is gonna be a different story, and Daniel Craig's character is investigating the crime. So essentially just a new cast of characters not referencing the other movies yeah I think that
1: that's probably the best way to do it you can kind of get a great ensemble cast and not like be forced to you know reup contracts because I feel like that's always leads to uh just uneven casting kind of makes the dynamic weird when okay you kept like these many people but then you know half of them like left and it's like well they're all one family so you're gonna have to uh, come up with some kind of way and reason why they uh split up so yeah that'd definitely be the, the good way to do it to keep Daniel Craig at the center of it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So we're really excited to see what comes of that. And hopefully we see a trailer in the next year or so for for the sequel. Um, But speaking of trailers, how about that transition? Yeah, yeah. We got not one, not two, but three trailers that dropped over the last week that are worth at least mentioning just for a couple minutes. Uh, Number one, Star Wars The Bad Batch. It's a uh, it's an animated series coming to Disney Plus on May the fourth. Um, look at Disney taking advantage of that May the fourth date. It, it, you love to see it. You do. Um, and basically, the Bad Batch is uh, surrounding these clones that were introduced in both Rebels and the Clone Wars. Uh, basically, like a almost like a Suicide Squad of clones. Like each one has their own special ability and 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 specifications and qualifications and it looks like it's just like a another fun animated series uh same art style as the clone wars um done by dave filoni and john favreau i'm pretty sure at the helm maybe not john favreau but for sure dave filoni Mm -hmm. um matt did did this trailer get you any more hype for the show or are you still like "Ah, i'm I'm interested i'm yeah i'm like kind of like mid-key
1: interested like i still got So much Star Wars to catch up up on. Like, I still got Mando. I still got Rebels. I still got Clone Wars. So it's like the the, the funnel is just filling, man. Like, I just can't (laughs) get through it all.
0: Honestly, if you could probably, and this isn't to discredit Rebels, because it is a good one. You could probably watch, like, a summary on YouTube. Like, it's good, but it's not like I'm going to waste, like you know, a week of watching time like watching the show. Like it's it's not that worth it. Gotcha. Tr- truly the Clone Wars is worth watching in, in full. And the, I mean the twenty the episodes are twenty minutes apiece and you honestly could probably throw it on in the background while you're working. I think that's sure. how my uh one of the roommates, Jordan, watched a big chunk of the Clone Wars is he kinda just turned it on in the background and, and watched it that way. Um but then, like some elements of each episode carry over, and a, and a story starts to form. But uh, yeah. I assume this is going to be uh, very similar to that format.
1: Yeah. So is it zikat uh, you more in, less in, equal amounts in?
0: I'm 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 where you are. I'm excited yeah. for it, but I'm not like jumping up and down about it. Yeah. If If we were talking about Obi Wan or Ahsoka or something, then I'd be jumping up and down. But I mean, this is also just another animated series that takes place in between episodes three and four. So, like, how, you know, how amazing is it going to what's it going to add to the Star Wars universe that we don't already know? It's, yeah, it's like, you know, the
1: revelations can only be so big if it's taking place sort of between two known points. Like, if anything big happens, we'd have already known about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's, there's not going to be many surprises, I'm sure. Maybe a few familiar faces here and there, but. I'm sure there's going to be nothing groundbreaking that's just like, oh, my God, dude, you have to watch this show. Um, so, yeah, that's that's good. We're, we're excited for it then. We'll, I'm sure whoever does watch it, maybe we'll give weekly updates to it. Depends on what uh, else is airing on Disney Plus at that time, weekly-wise. Uh, another show, or I'm sorry, another trailer that dropped was really the the one that we should spend more attention on, actually, so I won't say it yet, but... Disney released a trailer today for Loki uh, yeah, yeah. original series starting streaming on uh, June 11th. And uh, Matt, what what did this trailer do for you in terms of your excitement for Loki? Dude, Marvel's already got me. I'm already watching it, but this is like looks
1: pretty tight. Like it looks, um, you know, more kind of uh, more another sort of odd couple buddy show, which I mean less like more of like a uh, an odd pairing between Loki and then uh whoever his his handler was there in in Time Jail.
0: Yeah. I mean, how many times are we going to get Owen Wilson saying wow in in this show? <laughs> Dude, not enough. I love it. <laughs> awesome to see um to to see Owen Wilson joining the MCU finally. Um so so yeah, I I agree. I think it looked really cool. There's a lot of really interesting shots in that trailer that kind of like they explain it in the very beginning, like when you took the time or when you took the tesseract, you created fifty branch timelines. Yeah, there was almost I kind of watched a trailer analysis, and it almost looked like at one point Loki was on Milnor, where uh, Black Widow, you know, had to give her life to to get the Soul Stone. So mm-hmm. there might be some crossover there, and we'll see, man. I I'm I'm pretty hyped for it before i was kind of where we are on the bad batch i was like yeah i mean i'm drinking the marvel kool-aid they've got me they, they've got my money um but this kind of elevated my excitement for it i'm I'm here for it yep yeah i
1: definitely like loki is definitely a character who i feel like the more FaceTime you give him the better he gets like he just is just has such a great screen presence his characters are so like interesting just how it's kind of developed over the, you know, the whole, uh, infinity stone saga. Um, so to sort of see the first step of, on you know, which side he's going to be on, it's probably going to be his, you know, his own, that's kind of <laughs> his, uh, go to. So.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I agree. So I guess we'll be on the lookout for Loki here in a couple months and in, in mid June. So that's, I think that's the next Marvel series we get before, or after Falcon and the Winter Soldier, unless What If comes out before Loki, but they haven't advertised that much at all yet, so... Yeah,
1: so that makes me think it is it is Loki, probably.
0: Okay, well, then, mm. uh, then I guess we'll see. Well, I guess with The Bad Batch coming out at the beginning of the first week of May, uh, once Falcon and the Winter Soldier ends, I think the last week of April. So I guess that would make sense. Timeline-wise, we'll have just like a... A week before Star Wars starts, so that's that's tight. They're just gonna keep us, <laughs> they're just gonna keep us hooked week by week. Fat, dumb, and happy. <laughs> fat, dumb. That's what they used to call me in high school. <laughs> <laughs> that one um, kind
1: of, <laughs> works better than most of those.
0: It it sure does. I've been called a lot worse things. I'd rather be called fat, dumb, and happy. <laughs> um, last trailer that got a lot of attention, I believe, on Saturday was uh, the trailer for Space Jam, A New Legacy. Now, Matt, I'll start by saying I have... I don't want to say I have a soft spot for Space Jam. I've seen it. It it makes sense. I get the cultural impact that it made, and the Looney Tunes obviously are, are awesome, but I've never been like a guy who stands Space Jam.
1: That, that's about where I'm at. Yeah, I watched it a bunch as a kid. I mean, as anyone kind of in our age, most people in our age range did. But, yeah, I, I'm not one of those kids rocking the Toon Squad jersey, you know, <laughs> to frat parties or whatever.
0: Right, right. So so I've been one to frequently, like, criticize the existence of this sequel. Like, why are they making a sequel to a movie that doesn't need a sequel? What, like, this is just an obvious cash grab yeah, of course, they're using LeBron James, which I don't know if I've gone on the record for saying I fucking hate LeBron James. Really? And not for any legitimate reason. <laughs> <laughs> at least you admit that. I mean, it's kind of like my hate for Taylor Swift. Like, I hate her being like a meme, but like, I still listen to her music and like follow her on social media. Like, I don't sure. hate Taylor Swift, but like, it's just a bit at this point. But something about LeBron James, man, I... I'm gonna try hard to f- come up with a reason why I don't like him, but I fucking hate LeBron James, man. <laughs> every time I see him, it, it, every time I see him tweet or post something, I'm like, you fucking asshole, man. Like I, I just hate LeBron James. I'll say it. I hate LeBron James. So uh, you're an MJ goat over LeBron goat. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I stand MJ over LeBron, but, but I, I, I definitely respect Michael Jordan more than LeBron James. Um, but watching this trailer I am somewhat hyped for this movie
1: I think they're doing something a lot more different than than I was kind of expecting
0: yeah seeing the trailer and seeing that they're kind of going like full multiverse uh, basically transporting LeBron James into like the digital catalog of Warner Brothers like if you pause if you're watching the basketball scene in the trailer where they're playing ball and you pause it at any given moment, you can see at least 10 other Warner brother properties. Like you got the, like the night King sitting courtside. You've got like Scooby-Doo King Kong iron giant. Like, like what the fuck is happening? (laughs) Yeah. Like everyone's
1: here saying like, we want a sequel to the iron giant. And then this is what we get. No, we don't want this. We
0: let me just say if they make a sequel to the Iron Giant, I'm going to be uber pissed as much as I love yeah.
1: the Iron Giant. Oh, it's been too long at this point, but it's like when we were all kids when we were like asking for that and we didn't know that they would ruin it. But did did you ever see Ready Player 1, Matt? No, but I did like from the trailer like from that like just all of them like running to the core, like did give me that vibes. If that's what you're going for.
0: Yes. I saw ready player one and quite enjoyed it. And this gives off heavy ready player one vibes. Yep. Cause that trailer also had the iron giant in it didn't it? Yes, it did. They utilized an iron giant. Giant Yeah. We'll have to get him in
1: the thumbnail. He's getting tons of play right now.
0: There's also a moment where you can see like Jack Nicholson's Joker, uh, Danny DeVito's penguin, Michael Keaton's Batman. like, they're really going all in on this like there's a scene where you can see Pennywise the clown like yeah. you can really see all of Warner Brothers like prized possessions in this trailer.
1: It, have you felt like this has been a movie that's been talked about for like the last 10 years?
0: 100%. Like,
1: and then I see the scenes with like all these characters it's like, "Well, maybe they were actually working on it that whole time. There's a lot of shit in
0: here." <laughs> <laughs> so I'm I I will say that I'm coming around and I I'm I'm excited for this movie. I I probably will not pay to see it in theaters. I will watch this on HBO Max for sure. But um Yeah, I I I, I kind of like I, while watching it was like laughing to myself. I'm like, "Wow, this actually looks entertaining." <laughs> like, Definitely. Do you have any d- did this kind of tip you over the edge how you feel like are, are you ex- I don't want to say excited, but are you more open to this idea now? Yeah, I, I was definitely nudged in the direction of let's, you know, it, it's
1: trying its own thing, which is um, really all I kind of want for for movies nowadays. Uh, I am not a LeBron hater like you. I uh, thought he was one of the funniest people in uh, Trainwreck, the Amy Schumer comedy. I did thought not he see ha- that. He, he, he's he got some good lines in there. So he, I mean, he can do more than just say, look at a camera and say, drink Pepsi or whatever. Uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah, whatever acting he does. Or Sprite, that's his. There was the LeBron Sprite. (laughs) Yeah.
0: But, uh, yeah, man. I'm open to it. I want to see Trainwrecked, because that's on my list. Isn't John Cena in there, too? Yes.
1: uh, She she goes from John Cena to Bill Hader, as all women usually do.
0: Oh, yeah. You go from, like, the most macho man ever to a dude that kind of looks like a serial killer. (laughs) A little bit. A little bit. So yeah we're excited for space jam uh, and i'm sure we'll review it when it comes out in mid july i think july 16th is when it drops sounds right so uh be on the lookout for that when that when that comes out um next up falcon and the winter soldier episode three matt did you watch what'd you think a lot happened this episode uh w- what you got what you thinking
1: yeah yeah definitely watched um it moved by a lot quicker than some of the other ones. I felt like just a lot the the action, se- couple of action sequences in them helped, and just kind of keeping an eye on what Zemo's got going on is uh, always takes a lot of energy. But yeah, I thought it was good. Um, there was a lot going on, but also it felt like one of the slower episodes. Like sort of they had already set up a bunch of pieces, and this was kind of watching the the dominoes fall a little bit. So i don't know what what were your thoughts on
0: it overall i i very much so enjoyed it i loved zemo who would have thought that i would be standing baron zemo uh (laughs) in this show but he he was awesome from i think in civil war we got him as just like the depressed guy that lost his family in sokovia yeah to this guy now that's been in jail for a couple years now i think and uh and is
1: loaded too. I and, like that joke. That a was dude
0: funny. A dude that's just—he had most of the funniest and best one-liners in this episode. Like, yeah. Give me a show, or just just give me more Baron Zemo. Like, I'm I'm all in on him. Sure. Uh, and I really enjoyed him. I, I when I tell you, I stood up and applauded when they went into the rave, and Baron is just like getting it. I was like, "Let's fucking yep. go!" Yeah, that was funny. <laughs> Let's <laughs> go! See. He's just mobbing out there, dude. <laughs> Wearing is his glad. turtleneck, like <laughs> fucking Steve Jobs looking ass over here, dude. Just yeah, getting yeah, it on the yeah. dance floor. Mm. I was vibing. I like. Catherine was like, "You're being dramatic." I was like, "Baron Zemo is getting it on the dance floor. How dare you not overreact?" um i was pretty tight so i absolutely loved it man um the pacing was awesome we got a lot more detail about the story we got sharon carter which yeah what'd you think about her appearance
1: i thought that was good i think it's just like sort of another um you know another sort of string to to tug on um so i think like sam and guilt is kind of like the biggest conflict of this whole uh sort of big as like internal conflicts so i think that's sort of like another dimension on it and you know it just keeps pushing him towards wanting to to sort of take the shield back for himself
0: yeah i think i think we're still coming along here if i remember correctly i don't think we got any john walker this episode if we did very briefly he got he interrogated though i think it was in munich maybe but yeah that was it was not
1: very much i thought um it might have been him at the end but then we got the wakanda uh lady and i was big pumped for that
0: yeah i was just gonna say i'm sure you caught the like the theme yeah uh, in wakanda like there's a lot of rumors speculating man and i know that your favorite and i know that we did this for for wandavision but let me just bring up a theory. So most of this show was filmed prior to Chadwick Boseman passing away. And what if this woman was sent to try to capture Bucky or, or capture somebody and she fails and Chadwick Boseman makes an appearance because there was a, a quote from, I think, Kevin Feige that said there is an episode in this show. I think it was episode five that will make you cry like your eyes out.
1: It might, but I could also see them like having that, and then him passing, and then maybe like wanting cutting to, it, cutting it out. which I trust them to to do and make the right decision on if it you know properly honors the memory, like leave it in. But I I could see it going either way.
0: Yeah, I definitely don't think if he does pop in, he's gonna have a major role. He might just pop in and say like or and just have an appearance like i don't think yep. he's going to be black panthering or anything like it would sure. just be like t'challa like making an appearance but makes sense if if he showed up dude the internet would probably break probably yeah
1: i um i didn't see it coming but then like one um i saw her and then i remember like those beads just like had you know when we watched the black panther for uh for the run through if yeah. I hadn't watched that so recently, I wouldn't have, like, put that together as quickly.
0: Well, what's funny is I, I didn't even make that connection until she popped up on screen, and you yeah. heard that, like, sparring theme that they had. I was like... Yep,
1: those drums, yeah.
0: I was like... Like, oh, shit. Logan a just a got a, involved. He's doing
1: a lot of visual reaction on this audio medium, which is what you always lo- love to see.
0: <laughs> um. So... Yeah, dude. I mean, Sharon, is it safe to say that she might not be all that meets the eye? I don't. Do you think she's uh, sort of
1: willing to play both sides? Is that what you're kind of getting at?
0: Maybe that, but also like she gets into the car at the end and says like, we've got a couple of problems, like maybe insinuating Sam and Bucky or I, I don't know, man. It's been, I think, maybe a couple years since Civil War. So she's been rogue for a minute.
1: Yeah, well, then if she didn't get if she uh, stayed on earth and didn't get snapped away, it's been, you know, that plus 5 years. Oh,
0: wow, yeah. So, so she could be
1: yeah, she could be in
0: deep. Another real popular theory is that this power broker figure that we keep hearing about is actually General Ross from the Hulk okay. movie. Okay. And okay. this goes on for him to create his team of villains that is led by Baron Zemo in the comics. Hmm. And, and
1: yeah, we see Zemo uh sort of making moves to get himself in the position that he wants to be. So yeah, that that's a good rumor.
0: Yeah, they also the US Agent, that character gets the super soldier th- serum from the power broker in the comics or I'm sorry, from General Ross in the comics. Like General right. Ross gives him that to take on the Avengers or whatever. So I'm thinking that there's a possibility that they've been kind of leading on for a while that we see Ross as like Red Hulk because that's who yep. he is in the comics.
1: Yeah, Thunder Thunderbolt Ross. is that Yep, his, his, his that's team? it. Yep.
0: That's it. The team The team is called the Thunderbolts. Oh, so, cool, cool. So uh, I, I was on some TikTok theory last night, and while this, these are just theories, just like <laughs> with WandaVision, I'm not going to keep my uh, hopes too high, but... Sure. I think there's some some possibilities they have room to work with here.
1: Yeah, I think, um, yeah, this last night's episode of or last weekend's episode was just a really good, like solid step, like the action we sort of come to expect a little bit less uh, Sam and Bucky directly character work, but definitely some room for them to, to work off other characters, you know, Zemo and Carter just sort of just a lot of room is sort of left open. And I think that, you know, they, they filled it well.
0: We're halfway done at this point.
1: This just seems like there's so many loose ends.
0: What are the chances that, well, actually, I think there was a headline a few weeks back. Somebody asked, like Kevin Feige, I think it was like after the first episode aired. And they were like, how are you guys possibly wrapping this show up in six episodes? And he was just like, well, we don't really have plans to do a season two. But if it makes sense in the future, we're not opposed to doing season two. But, like things like WandaVision, like that's that's a one and done. Like that was just a mini series type situation.
1: Yeah. Yeah. They could kind of have um, like reactions to this sort of other big world changing events just, and sort of reconnect with these two characters. If, if uh, especially in this one, since it seems like they're sort of the, the story is them kind of growing to <laughs> maybe not like each other, but at least be able to, to have a functioning work relationship.
0: Yeah. Last thing, last question I'll ask you before we move on to the next subject. But do you think that um, at this point in time are we still in the camp of thinking that John Walker doesn't become a villain? Or I don't think
1: he. I think or, I still think he sort of gets gets a redemptive arc. I think we'll see him kind of bottom out in the next episode or two, either, and then. Um, his sidekick, I can't remember what his name is. Battlestar might like call him on it or, you know, Sam and Bucky, like give him some pithy cap, Captain America, real Captain America kind of Chris Evans-esque speech. And then he's like, man, I was a dick. And then he, you know, sacrificed himself in some way. He actually dives on a grenade. They set that up earlier. So we could, uh,
0: we could follow mm, that up. I hadn't thought about that. That's a really good point. Yeah. I, I personally also am in the camp like there is that theory about Ross giving him the serum to take on Sam and Bucky to prove or maybe not even to take them on but to prove to them that he could do it type situation but I think you might be right I think he might save their ass or, or, or sacrifice himself so the spirit of Captain America like lives on or something like that like.
1: Yeah, I think um, him getting the serum and sort of becoming the villain of the series, that's a lot more cynical than a lot of other Marvel stuff has gone, which, you know, if they want to go in that direction, that's great. And I think that doing it, like, in a show versus, like, in a movie is a sort of good way to start that that shift. And I feel like Loki would be another good way to sort of do that same kind of thing. He's kind of a, a darker character, so he could and more selfish. So putting him at the center or something could sort of star brink making things like a little bit darker.
0: Yeah, I hear you. I'm there. So, overall, uh, we we love this episode. Yeah. And we are uh we're ready to continue. We're ready to hammer out the last 3. Um so next up, the title release of the week. We got Godzilla versus Kong. Uh before I before I get into uh too much, let me just give you all some general uh some general information about the movie like i usually do godzilla versus kong uh was uh first of all it smashed box office records in 2020 and 2021 so far just obviously it's the it's the biggest performing movie since the pandemic started with 48 million dollars uh the runner up to that is wonder woman 2 with 11 million dollars worldwide so uh, this movie really made its money or made a lot of money back. Do you think that's a product of us just being further along in the pandemic than we were when Wonder Woman came out?
1: I think so. I think, you know, yeah, I mean, you went to see this movie in theater, which is sort of the first first uh, option you've had available in a long time. So,
0: yeah, I, I did. So everyone, Godzilla versus Kong came out March 31st, 2021, on HBO Max, but also the theater option was there as well. It's around an hour and 53 minutes, just shy of two hours. Uh, synopsis reads as the epic next chapter in the cinematic monster verse hits two of the greatest icons in motion picture history against one another, the fearsome Godzilla and the mighty Kong, with humanity caught in between. Uh, this movie stars Alexander Skarsgård, Millie Bobby Brown, Kyle Chandler, Rebecca Hall, Brian, Tyree, Henry, um, and Godzilla and Kong. Uh, Matt. Oh, well, actually, before I get your thoughts, Matt, I want to check in with, uh, with somebody else that might yes, have yeah. a, thought, a thought or two to share as well. This is Tanner
2: coming in from Orange Beach, Alabama. Uh, I saw Godzilla versus Kong with Logan this week or Thursday night. And I tell you what, it was really good. It was uh, exactly what you wanted from a monster movie. Monsters fighting. But, a couple of, couple of things. The people, just too much story, too much people. I would just want fighting. And I give it a four out of five. I don't know. I have no idea what to say. Look at how red my face is getting. <laughs> I'm
0: We're up. recording this in his bedroom. Pr- uh post-movie, we saw the movie about 20 minutes ago, and, uh, if this, if the recording sounds weird, it's because it's on the iPad, but, uh, yeah, Tanner, we just, we just got out of this movie, saw an in IMAX. Oh, yes. Do you yeah, think the movie would have earned a four out
2: of five if we saw it at home? No. Just because the, just the loudness and, like, the monsters roaring had, a, like, a huge effect, and just, like, you could feel it, you know, sitting there. It was scary. It almost felt like I was there kind of the point of IMAX, right? <laughs> yeah.
0: Do you have, uh, I guess, if you want, I can get back to me and Matt. Do you have any other thoughts, really? Or uh, No, not any really. Any summarized review
2: there? I liked it. Loved the fighting. And too much people. And it gets a four out of five because of the people.
0: Or gotten a five out of five if it wasn't
2: for the people? Yeah, I mean... Maybe not, since the story was, I don't know, I didn't need, there was a lot of the story that I didn't need, I just wanted fighting.
0: (laughs) All right. You know? Well then, I guess it earns a three and a half to four
2: out of five from you.
0: Yep. We'll we'll round up.
2: Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Tanner. No problem. Have fun on vacation. I will, and you guys have a great time binge-boying it up. Your guys will be, you know, mobbing over there.
0: Yeah, we're mobbing. (laughs) Me and Matt are mobbing right now. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. all right goodbye <laughs> that was tanner uh he he uh me and him recorded that little snippet right after we saw the movie because i wanted to get his thoughts in there yeah we're mobbing right now matt
1: <laughs> you, dude you got another uh that's four more just in the last 30 seconds alone
0: yeah shouts to tanner for uh for putting those thoughts in matt do you feel any similar thoughts that tanner put forth there love the fighting didn't so much love the human elements of this movie yeah,
1: there's just way too much, like, you know, you have both of these things that we just want to see fight. Do I care why they're fighting? God, no. Just get them fighting. It's not that hard. Come on.
0: Yeah, like, they, yeah. it's it's the same criticism that the Transformers movies get. It's like, I signed up to come to the theater to watch giant robots beat the piss out of each other. Yeah. Why am I, why do I care about if Sam Witwicky passes his math test? I don't. I want to see Optimus Prime uppercut Megatron, cut his arm off and throw it at Starscream. Like, yeah, yeah. Why do I give a shit about Sam's dog peeing on the flowers? Like, fuck yeah, off of yeah. that shit.
1: I don't even want to see
0: uh, one of the robots pee on John Turturro. <laughs> oh man, some of the roomies haven't seen uh, Transformers. I think that's the next big franchise we're going to tackle together for movie nights. Tough. we i might only ask them to watch the first three because after the first three after uh shia labeouf departs it kind of gets iffy yeah and even then after after the first one it gets real iffy definitely but back to godzilla versus kong (laughs) um i agree i i gave this movie a four out of five but Mm -hmm. Um, if I did not see it in IMAX and I did not go to see it in the theater, it probably would have gotten a three or a three and a half. Watching yeah. this movie in the theater, whoops, uh, was the best decision. I Definitely. can confidently say. Like every time Godzilla roars and like the arm, armrests like, would vibrate, I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad I'm here right now yeah and uh yeah i still
1: so I still give it the the three out of five and I don't know if it would have gotten the bump up for for me in the in the theaters I think it definitely would have helped but I think like you know beyond them just being monsters and I guess I haven't kept as close up with uh this cinematic universe as I could have but I just didn't have as much of a connection to them as I do like you know the it's like super like a good like superhero movie I feel like the fighting and that's a little bit better and it's like these things are so big they move like a lot slower there's not as many unique things you can do with them they tried like i'm you know definitely tried with their their abilities and stuff like that and it was definitely worth watching i I don't regret the time i spent doing it but just know what you're getting
0: yeah oh yeah you know damn well that there's a good chunk of this movie that really is fighting it's not like batman versus superman where they hype up like Batman versus Superman, and then there's like a 20-minute fight scene, and the rest of the movie is just politics. Uh, This movie, you get a good amount of Kong versus Godzilla. Like, they definitely Definitely. deliver on that promise.
1: Yeah, easily a third of the movie is just solid fight scenes involving them, or I can't remember previously unnamed third one. Was that in the trailer?
0: Uh, At this point, I think we can... (laughs) We can name him, but uh, Mecha Godzilla
1: yeah, is, is, yeah. is
0: in this movie. He's, uh, of course, he's the doomsday of uh, f- of this movie. Batman versus Superman have to team up in the end and fight a greater threat. Well, guess what? The humans are the greater threat in this movie because they make a giant robot Godzilla and try
1: to uh, power it with. Ghidorah's, like, thing. It's like, what a surprise. Humans meddling in stuff and (laughs) making it go all wrong. This is a classic
0: example of humans meddling with shit they have no idea about. Yeah, yeah. (sighs) Whatever. Like, I think the villain in this movie was that had that cheesy line of, like, there's monsters out there, but humans need to be the one on top. And it's like, Jesus Christ.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's like, okay, so you use a monster to get there, and then that thing turns, like, on everything it's like yeah as soon as like they they introduce that i'm like i know exactly this is exactly how it's gonna happen i think i called this from the trailer
0: (laughs) which which is annoying because there was a quote and maybe we we dive give our thoughts on this but there was a moment where the director was interviewed in the in the press for this movie and he said that one of them clearly comes out on top given seeing the movie would you assume that's godzilla or would you assume that's kong that comes out on top
1: I think it's like no decision. Like they both get what they kind of want. Like uh, Kong goes to like the Middle Earth or Hollow Earth. Yeah, sorry to sorry to all the big fans out there. But um, and yeah, Godzilla gets Earth or like regular Earth, but they can still cross the barrier and fight each other. So I don't really see how that's any different.
0: No, I I guess if if you want to take the element of if you want to take Mecha Godzilla out of question pretend he wasn't even the movie oh i see i see was godzilla the winner here
1: i it depends are we talking armed or unarmed combat cuz once the axe got brought in it's it's game over
0: <laughs> once the axe got brought in it was it was game over like <laughs> when i tell you that these fights were like really it was fun watching like yeah. there was a couple scenes where i like laughed to myself cuz i was like oh my god that was fucking awesome like
1: yeah yeah just all the oh just Kong like hopping around the uh the atomic breath like I thought that that was uh, yeah there's like like I said it's not quite as as unique as like some other like fight choreography we've seen but there's still really good stuff in there like it's so really well done
0: yeah like there's a scene I think that Kong like jumps off of a building grabs the like roof of another building and like just bumps like got like there's a lot of cool fight they definitely choreographed like the different fight styles of the different characters like godzilla mainly relied on the breath yeah but then like when it got up close and personal he was like scratching and biting like the tail yeah oh yeah using the tail whereas kong was just brute force like yeah there's that action shot in the trailer where they're both standing on the like the gunship which by the way what's the weight limit on those yep. gunships
1: yeah yeah yes yeah. so they're uh they're big but i don't like these are you know thousand ton monsters
0: yeah maybe more what what's the weight limit (laughs) like that thing you got to think that thing's sinking
1: it's not it's not staying up i can tell you that much
0: but there's that awesome action shot of like godzilla like turning his head and kong just like knocking the fuck out of him and my theater was really engaging too. Like, there was like, ooh, and ah. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, man, I missed that for sure. That, it was a yeah. good, maybe I'm a little bit on a high because of the good, like, return to the theater. Mm-hmm. However, if you take out the annoying human characters, and let's not even talk about the Skarsgård stuff, that stuff I found okay. But the Millie Bobby Brown whole storyline could have just gotten tossed for me dude it's just
1: and like i'm guessing she was in like the previous one with like her dad which is why he was like barely in this one they were just kind of stringing along to make sure we all remember that you know this is 2021 and nothing is just a movie anymore it's a universe
0: so (laughs) it's connected to something else somehow right yeah did you see godzilla king of the monsters matt I haven't seen any of uh any of these but I've seen
1: some older Godzilla movies so I definitely have my uh my knowledge
0: of the different players. Uh, I'd be curious if if you had seen the previous ones if you'd maybe go a little higher on your score because okay. 2014's Godzilla was pretty solid. Do you remember Cloverfield? Yes. Were you are running from the monster the entire movie, but you never see the monster. Mm -hmm. That was Godzilla in 2014.
1: Interesting. So it's like, that's a very interesting transition from that kind of more, you know, no offense to anyone involved with this movie, more artistic take on a Godzilla movie to now go with kind of the big budget popcorn. Yeah.
0: Oh yeah. That, that first movie was made like for the like yeah like when Godzilla attacked in that first movie you would see like everything going to shit and then you would see the camera pan out and see like a cloud of smoke and you'd see just the tip of his tail like disappearing around the corner of it like you mm-hmm. would never actually see Godzilla himself until the last like 30 minutes of the movie where he fought the main opposing force yeah but But other than that, like, there's, like, an hour and a half of just build up, which Hmm. made that movie better, because the whole movie, you're just, like, waiting for it. Yeah, I was going to ask how
1: how effective, like, you found that. If it was just kind of like, oh, come on, get to the monster. Or if, like, since it was, like, more focused on, like, the human characters, like, did you not quite notice that as much?
0: Yeah, the human characters, ironically enough, Elizabeth Olsen, playing, Hmm. that played by, uh, or Scarlet Witch, and her husband in the movie is Aaron Taylor Johnson that plays Quicksilver in the MCU too. So it's, it's cool to see those two as well. Um, I'd, I'd at least give that first one a viewing. Um, but overall, I think we, we decided it's an enjoyable movie. Yeah. Don't regret the time we spent watching it at all.
1: Can I make uh, one comment while I was looking to see it? the, check out the signs on them on the aircraft carrier? Yes there was a uh, article discussing whether or not they could uh, have that fight on the boat that was blocking the Suez canal. So very topical. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) They said no.
0: (laughs) Oh boy, dude. Yeah. That's, that's good stuff. (laughs) But yeah, I mean, well, actually I forgot to make this point. This movie really feels like Kong's movie.
1: Yeah, he he's definitely like he's pretty much the the protagonist like human or otherwise.
0: Yeah, if you, if you want to say that one of these is the hero and one of these is the villain with with the exception of Mecha Godzilla at the right. very end, you would argue that Kong is the hero and Godzilla is the villain here. Godzilla does nothing helpful to anybody. <laughs> Godzilla hey. in this movie does nothing good. <laughs> uh. It's true. He he doesn't do anything good. Except for help Kong fight Mega Godzilla in the yeah, end. Yeah, that's the only thing. But, uh, yeah, I guess that's Kong versus Godzilla. Shouts to Tanner for tuning in. Uh, well, I guess pre tuning in um, for his thoughts on the movie. It was a good, it was a nice start to, I guess, our summer movie season. Like, yep. it was a fun movie to watch. It was a good popcorn flick. So throw it on HBO Max if you've got it. It's not a waste of time by any means. Just know that. Whenever Millie Bobby Brown pops up on screen, uh, that that's when you can go to the bathroom.
1: Although we we do stand our podcaster king Brian Tyree Henry.
0: <laughs> I, I I did like that connection, but and and Brian Tyree Henry is awesome in anything he's in. He's oh yeah yeah. You can tell he gives a hundred ten percent, so that's why I kind of feel bad bashing the human characters, but but he knows what he signed up for.
1: Yeah, with this, the performance is all fine. Just the script and no favors for anybody. No one's coming out looking good in this one, but they they give it their
0: best shot. Correct. So, with that said, it's the first episode of the month, which means we always gather around to talk about what we're consuming content-wise. I figured I'd lump this in with the, uh, the Logan's Goat album quest continued. Sure. Watched uh listened to a few albums last week i figured i'm only gonna listen to a few a week because believe it or not like it's kind of overwhelming at times with the amount of music that y'all have given me i guess i (laughs) asked for it but like there's still a lot of albums on that list (laughs) Mm -hmm. so i listened to trap music by ti uh coloring book by chance the rapper Big, big fan
1: of that one. What would you think about it?
0: Uh, that's almost a five. I think I gave it a five out of five or a four yeah. and a half
1: out of five. I really enjoyed that. Yeah. It's a real like Even though it is like pretty much uh, straight rap, there's a lot of like gospel and just like his, his beats are like pretty interesting and gets a lot of good features.
0: I think I gave that. I think I put how great is as the favorite song on that album. It just got goosebumps when the choir comes in and starts singing. Yeah. It's 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 a really good one. Um I listened to ten by Pearl Jam. Very that was a
1: little, yeah, that was a little bit lower for you than, than I was expecting. Oh I guess not than I was expecting, but then then I gave it.
0: Well, I- I'm trying to remember. I'll go back and look at my highlights here, what I gave it, but I, I did enjoy or no, that's not the right highlight. I did enjoy the album. I-, I was talking about it with my dad actually uh the other day and um I enjoyed my listen through. I didn't hate it. Oh I did give it a three out of five. Man, that didn't age well. I, I, I'd probably give it a four. I, I really enjoyed myself. Um, of course, even flow the standout for me, um, as well as Jeremy. I love Jeremy. Yeah, yeah. And and the those were my top three. Um, also listened to Pink Friday by Nicki Minaj. Uh, how
1: how has that one aged? I, I remember liking it at the time, but like thinking that the beats were kind of like. Um, I listened to it like a year after it came out, and I was like, it just didn't seem to age well. So, has have a few more years given it?
0: No, <laughs> uh, I gave this one a three out of five, and this one earns that. I mean, Super Bass, Fly, and a few other songs were standout, but other than that, like they were just it. It just wasn't the move for me. <laughs> um, Listen to the Marshall Mathers LP by Eminem, uh, which like six skits. (laughs) Um, But other than that, I loved it. It it is very good. Mm -hmm. Um, Then we got DS2 by future. Some say that one of the best modern rap albums made. Um, And yeah, four, four, four and a half out of five, really fucking entertaining. Um, And then Stony to wrap up the week last week by post Malone, the uh, predecessor to beer bongs and Bentleys gave that one a four and a half out of five as well. So um well, I guess I, I can announce this one. I haven't made a post for it yet, but I listened to The Blueprint by Jay-Z this morning, um, okay. and I did not enjoy myself very much. Really? Jay-Z just isn't for me, man. Like, I listened to the story of O.J. or or whatever that album. Mm-hmm. Or no, sorry, 444. And uh, while the songs were good, and jay is an incredible rapper, it's, it's just not made for me. That's fair. However, um, so I give it like a three, three and a half out of five. Um, definitely something that's not in my rotation, but I respect, I do respect those that came before what we have now. Yeah. Um, I,
1: I just really like the, some of the Kanye produced beats on it, like heart of the city. Like that's a real, I'm a big fan of that one.
0: Yes, absolutely. Um, so in terms of what we got coming up this week, we've got get rich or dry, die, tryin. By 50 Cent, Good Kid, Mad City, Kendrick Lamar, another Jay-Z with Kanye, Watch the Throne, uh, Long Live ASAP by ASAP Rocky, and then probably closing it out with 2014 Forest Hills Drive, J. Cole. All of which which were requested by Pearson, former Binge Boy. Uh, So I'm excited. Maybe I'll throw in Hannah Montana, the movie, which uh, is on here. (laughs) All right. (laughs) It's on here. Uh, we'll see. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited. I I'm really liking this this thing that I've I've been doing. It's getting me a chance to listen to a lot of really good uh music or and bad music. Um, so. What, what, um,
1: what's the worst thing you've listened to? Is
0: it the uh, Jay Z? No, Nicki Minaj was worse than Jay Z. Really? I think so. Wow. I think so. Um, let's look. Let's actually. Three and a half, three and a half, four, four and a half, four, four and a half, four, three and a half, five, four. Yeah, probably either Nicki Minaj or yeah, probably Nicki Minaj or Jay Z. To be honest, I I really liked the four forty four album, but um, but not this one. Yeah, I don't know. Just I'm not. I don't know right now. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, what, 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 before I get into what I've been like watching, what what have you been binging slash watching or, or anything lately, Matt?
1: Dude, nothing too crazy, just sort of uh, holding it down, watching some some sports. Uh, might uh, see if I can finagle a spot onto Dude, what about sports from Watchdog oh. Media, of course. Oh, okay, uh, <laughs> just getting the plugs in, you know what it is. Uh, you kind of your uh, quest has gotten me to kind of go back and uh, listen to some new albums. So I've been going through uh, just some classic Kanye, um, graduation, mm. Jesus. Oh, and that yeah. Listen to that. Listen to um, always listen to Casey Musgrave. So that's not really new. Don't need to talk about that. Uh, and then watching. I don't know, man. Just kind of whatever's going on in the in the background. Um the girlfriend's been uh, going through shows at a dangerous clip. Uh so I've been catching some of Gilmore girls call some Dawson's Creek, just some you know, big 90s vibes, and uh I think Shits Creek is back in the rotation, but yeah, man, just kind of in like a, a you know tv uh purgatory right now haven't quite been able to uh break out anything new that's that's stuck for anything meaningful tried some like cooking shows and and like food travel shows just to kind of fill the 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 no travel void for a little while and it's pretty good the uh the street food series on netflix would definitely check that out the uh Chef's table, I think barbecue. We watched that. There's a guy in Australia who cooks literally everything with fire, including just like lettuce. So that was kind of crazy. But yeah, That's man, tight. I'm I feel like I'm not really bringing it in terms of what I've been watching. So I'm I'm definitely letting the I am not doing my fair amount of binging for the binge boys.
0: That's fair. I've tried to be binging stuff. Me and Catherine binged the first two seasons of Succession. Okay. On HBO, uh, noted. I, I know you've you've heard baseline thoughts about it uh, from the circling back guys, but um, but it's amazing. It they d- it. I almost want to go back now that I give a shit about the show and and listen to what their thoughts were because it's great. I, I highly mm-hmm. recommend. Uh, I highly recommend that show to anybody. Um, over the past month, uh, the second season of Servant on Apple TV Plus wrapped up. Uh, so I, me and Catherine were watching that as well. Um, started the West Wing. Uh, r- historically, I'm pretty sure it's another one of those shows that they say that you should watch. Like it's, it's yeah. very much so award winning and has a great cast. So I've kind of started that. I haven't watched an episode with that in a few days. And I'm not like feeling myself to be called back yet. But I do know that it's one that I do want to watch um of yep. course falcon I, and the winter soldier what were we gonna say
1: oh i was i uh i sort of lost the momentum but i've been looking for a way to shout out uh, my boy nick who i know is listening he's a big west wing fan okay okay
0: shouts <laughs> to nick um i i start apple tv plus has this new show called calls and it's a really interesting concept in fact it's only cell phone calls there's no people on screen it's just like interesting phone calls that kind of like take a turn they're all each like 20 minutes long but it's it's interesting for sure it's definitely different i mean it's got an amazing cast
1: i yeah i've heard both those things that it's kind of you know and a visual audio drama and it's got a great cast so yeah if um if that ever finds its way into uh, my streaming rotation, I think I'd, I'd definitely be interested in giving that a try.
0: It's dope because you can just throw it on in the background because it's a phone call. You don't need to watch yeah. anything. You kind of just have to listen. And uh, I'll throw it on when I'm folding laundry or, or doing something in the room, maybe cleaning up and or cooking or, or whatever. Uh, so it's entertaining. And then I, I started this show on HBO Max, kind of another like throw on in the background. There's only one season of it. It's called Beware the Batman. And it's a Batman animated cartoon that Cartoon Network was running for one season, and then they canceled it because of, I think Warner Brothers wanted to, this was back when, I think the show got canceled in 2014. After one season, they wanted to like start the whole Batman reboot uh, with, with Ben Affleck, so they kind of scrapped all their existing Batman projects. And this one, it's it's pretty cool so far. It's, it's probably going to get a three out of five or a three and a half. It's, <laughs> it's just been a fine watch. I mean... It's, it's, they utilize villains that aren't used in the movies and TV shows. So they, they have a lot of different villains that you've never heard of, which is kind of cool.
1: Yeah. who has been the, the zaniest one so far.
0: Oh God. If I'm being honest, I don't even know their names. <laughs> I mean, the league of assassins is pretty much, I think the main villain. Yeah. Cause it's okay. supposed to take place in Batman's like first year. Ah, uh, so the league of assassins is a really relevant figure. But other than that, man, I've actually been on a kick of watching movies. Like I hinted at earlier with the roommates. And uh, I had never watched the Pirates of the Caribbean movies before. Really? Never had seen them. And uh, I watched the first three last week. Uh, Curse of the Black Pearl got a three out of five from me. Dead Man's Chest got a four out of five. And At World's End, goddamn, five out of five. Dude, that movie's a wow. banger
1: rare to see the the build as the uh the series goes on
0: yeah so i think this week at some point we're going to try to watch on stranger tides and dead men tell no tales although they've both both roommates have told me that those two are kind of disregarded Yeah, the the original trilogy is kind of the highlight there but but yeah that's kind of what i've been binging i'm I'm not really binging anything crazy i'd like to get deeper into west wing but your boy also got a part-time job <laughs> at a at a pizza place slinging zu <laughs> so, please dude if we if for some reason watchdog ever takes on a cooking sh- podcast <laughs> can we please call it slinging Zaw? slinging Zaw
1: <laughs> coming, coming soon <laughs> locking down that handle right now
0: so i almost feel like slinging Zaw could be like almost like circling back like yeah sh- just definitely. shooting the shit like slinging za is it, it, I, maybe i will lock that handle down fuck i don't know maybe um no
1: no reason not to
0: absolutely so yeah that's that's kind of what i've been binging anything else on your on your radar coming up here in the next couple weeks
1: nothing crazy every time we do this i feel like i I plug the dissect podcast but they are dropping a new season on yeezus which is why i was listening so if you want to give that um really weird album uh, another set of eyes you know hop into that but uh unless you want to hear me talk about board games uh is probably where we where we cut it <laughs>
0: it's fine if if they're important to you then then give them some light
1: i mean i i don't gotta really give this one love the the real ones know that the terraforming mars is is kind of a goat um, okay so that's a good one um big big fan of wingspan played that one recently and looking to to cop for myself uh okay yeah I'll, I'll go as deep as you want me to man but i'll i'll just i'll just give those uh those two out for free and uh make everyone pay for the rest
0: cool well we uh we' we'll we'll, we'll do, maybe we'll do a whole episode of matt just going in on board games dude. uh that'd be tight um let me do it so, let me cook let me cook <laughs> so yeah that's that's kind of this episode for the week we've got Uh, Some good programming out this week as well. We had, um, you know, we had uh, Dude What About Sports released today, the day we're recording. Episode three, Mitch and Austin released an epi today. Uh, Obviously, you're listening to this Binge Boys on Tuesday. And then Thursday, we've got the run through coming out from uh, Emily and Megan and I uh, about American Psycho. Ooh and uh friday we got an interview with a a good friend of mine anastasia she's starting a whole cooking brand youtube channel and podcast about wellness so uh it's so called Shows- slinging Zah, is it no it, it, it's unfortunately <laughs> not called slinging za um so <laughs> uh until then guys uh, that's that's really it this week um like i said at the top uh Rate and review, please. That's that's the main that's the main thing I need from you. And and other than that, like follow us on Instagram for updates and and I guess we can see everybody next time.
2: See Goodbye. Ya.